0: This episode of A Better Normal was made with support from Roche Philippines. Roche is one of the world's largest biotech companies. They believe in doing now what patients need next. This episode is also brought to you by the Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association of the Philippines. We're in the middle of Diabetic Eye Disease Awareness Month, and if you've had diabetes mellitus for some time now, go to your doctor for vision screening. Blindness is preventable.
1: My name is Alan Pineda Lindo from Angeles, Pampanga, born in Philippines and uh, adopted as a kid brought to the US at the age of 14.
0: You know Apple the App. He's a member of the Black Eyed Peas, the Grammy award-winning pop R&B group behind hits like Where Is The Love. But what you may not know about Apple the App is that he's legally blind.
1: Uh, I was born with a rare condition called astigmatism, which is the involuntary movement of your eyes. I really had a difficult time just doing normal things, playing sports, and even in school. I, I literally had to get up to read the board and jet down the lectures. Luckily, my, my mother discovered a, uh, a program, a foundation called Pearl Buck Foundation, where they support abandoned, American kids that are left in the Philippines. His sponsor,
0: who would later become his adoptive father, Joe Ben Hudgens, brought him to the US to be attended to by
1: the top ophthalmologists. And uh, the first person I, I meet, which is my bandmate, Will I Am, I got to pursue my dreams, get, uh, get an education, also found aid into uh, schooling because of my eyesight.
0: Unfortunately, by the time he got to the U.S. in the 1980s, it was already too late for him to be operated on. Thankfully, with advancements in technology, in 2012, he was able to get artificial lens implanted in his eyes, improving his vision. Two years later, he started the Apple D. App Foundation to provide opportunities to kids who had the same condition as he did.
1: I believe that no child should be left behind. Everyone should have an equal access to health care.
0: I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Kuma Podcast. And in this special series, we take the disruption brought by COVID-19 to consider not just the new normal that awaits us, but a better normal that we might as well work for. And in today's episode, we'll talk about how different stakeholders, from celebrities to foundations to patient advocates to the government to private hospitals to pharmaceutical companies and more, can work together for the vision health of every Filipino. Apple the App was a speaker at a conversation Roche hosted on YouTube in September about improving access to healthcare. And when asked what he would do if he was health secretary for the day,
1: he said, I would focus my attention on uh, treating preventable blindness. I would train more doctors and healthcare workers. I would invest more in uh, equipment. And that means teaming up with sponsors to raise funds so we could deliver um, these equipment.
0: A lot has to be done, and private foundations have a role to play.
1: For example, uh, the Apple Diab Foundation teamed up with the uh, Children's Hospital of Los Angeles to bring more retcams through our Philippines, especially in the rural areas.
0: Retinal imaging camera systems are used to diagnose premature babies who are at risk of retinal detachment. If this isn't detected within two days, he says, the child is at risk of going
1: blind forever. It's kind of just like my case, you know, if I... Uh, I wasn't diagnosed at the right time, so I've been blind all my life.
0: When we talk about the challenges people with visual impairments face, just like Apple the app, patients and healthcare workers often point to access. Kasama na rin ang usapin ng affordability at availability. Here's Dr. Jubida Aquino. You heard her in our first episode about vision health. She's a vitreo retina specialist who works at St. Luke's Medical Center in Quezon City and
2: East Avenue Medical Center, which is where
0: the Dohi Center is.
2: Minsan, advanced stage na, malabo na yung mata na, or hindi na sila nakita. That's the, time, the only time they go to the doctor, no? Kasi, iniisip nila mahal, hindi nila kaya bayaran ng consultation, or... Yung access, kung hindi nila mapuntahan yung doctor kasi malayo, ipagpapaliban din nila yung pagkonsulta sa mga doctors. So, yung availability din naman kung, let's say, meron ngang doctor doon sa area nila, pero wala naman yung equipment or hindi nila magawa yung treatment. And this is where primary care comes in. Pwede pa rin naman yung basic examination ng mata like the visual acuity testing, pwedeng gawin yon even dun sa rural centers. So kaya important na, well, yung general practitioners and also yung barangay health workers, alam nila how to test the vision para yung basic evaluation of the function of the eye, which is the visual acuity testing. Magagawa nila. And kung makita nila, mas-screen nila na malabo yung mata ng patient. They can refer the patients to the urban centers. We talked to Dr. Alan Nasino.
0: He's a medical officer of the Department of Health. He's in charge of the government's Prevention of Blindness Program. And key to this is the creation of Community Eye Health Programs, or CHPs. At nagsisimula ito sa ating barangay health stations.
3: So ang ating uh, Community Eye Health, from the word itself, community. This is community-based. So talagang entry point natin dito is the primary care facilities natin. So dito, po-conduct tayo ng ating mga visual screening. So dito, nagkakaroon ng mga early diagnosis and treatment, no, which is part ng training na binibigay natin sa kanila. So meron tayong na-establish referral system wherein, depende sa case nila, they will be referred to the specialty uh, hospitals or yung ating mga next level of Care, no. Uh, once na yung isang pasyente halimbawa nagkaroon ng problema or concern sa mata, so they will be assisted uh, sa ating primary care facilities. Then depende sa case nila, yung iba pwedeng magmanage na actually at that level, no. Yung iba they can be referred to a higher facility na, no. If the patient requires no a specialized care na. So ako uh, maganila lapit natin yung programa more on sa mga primary level para mas malamit ayong maabot. So lgu base, so we partner with the Rural Health Units. No? So ating Rural Health Units, sila yung nagmamobilize na mga barangay health stations.
0: Community eye health teams are organized per area. And they receive workshops and everything from planning to primary eye care training to the recording and reporting of data. They're also given different materials to use for vision screening.
3: So ang pinag-focus natin dito is health communication early diagnosis of eye problems and provision of eye care services through integrated service packages and utilizing yung ating life course approach So, nanjan sa child, meron tayo sa adolescent, meron tayo sa adult and meron sa elderly. So para this ma-cover natin yung mga serbisyo para dun sa mga specific life stage.
0: Bahagi rin ng Community Eye Health Program ang paggawa ng mga ordinansa o resolusyon para may-develop ito, pati na rin ang paglikha ng local eye health plan. 70% of our regions have CHPs. How does the DOH measure their performance?
3: Mayroon tayo kasing sinaset ng mga indicators, like ilan yung mga nasiskreen nila, and at the same time, ilan yung mga... They reach nila na population and services are being provided. So, yung ating CHT team nila, no, a community eye health team, no, very active. And of course, yung ngaya functionality overall, no kanila community eye health. Team.
0: One international organization that beefs up the capacity of these community eye health teams is the Fred Hollows Foundation. They've been in the Philippines since 2014.
4: I'm Dr. Mavi Rondaris. I'm the country manager of the Fred Hollows Foundation country office. The main mission of uh, the Fred Hollows Foundation is prevention of blindness worldwide, especially among the vulnerable populations, so women, so gender, children, and the disabled and indigenous uh, persons. The Fred Hollows
0: Foundation began working with the Tarlac LGU in 2014, followed by Surigao del Norte, Quezon, Oriental Mindoro, Antique, and Negros
4: Oriental. So dito sa all the provinces that we've been through, uh, tinutulungan namin sila to set up their own eye health program. And para ma-sustain ito, kailangan... Uh, along the way, ma-institutionalize siya, no? magkaroon ng provincial ordinance para yung eye health na yun ay tuloy-tuloy siya kahit magbago ang ating politicians.
0: Part of this collaboration with LGUs is helping them set up infrastructure for an eye center in the provincial hospital. Shempre, kasama na dyan ang pagkuha ng ophthalmologists at optometrists para mapalakas ang public health system ng probinsya.
4: Another is we also do training of our, our barangay health workers, training of our deaf ed teachers and uh, school health personnel, training of our local social community health community workers, and we also train the uh, representatives of the local indigenous population to deliver primary eye care Because there are very few ophthalmologists in the country, mas maraming optometrists, but still we cannot cover for every nook and cranny of a place. Did you know
0: that there are fewer than 2,000 ophthalmologists in the Philippines as of 2019? Compare that to our population of more than 100 million. How many patients does each doctor have to care for? And, Dr. Dubaida says, most optas want to work in the city because this is where the hospitals with specialized equipment are
4: Here at Roche, we are transforming ophthalmology and opening up the window to change To change how we approach innovation Through exploring new molecules, technologies, and integrated digital solutions To change how we address the leading causes of vision loss By pioneering new and personalized
5: therapeutic options Step into the future with Roche Ophthalmology
0: We've learned about the primary healthcare system And what the government and private foundations are doing To ensure that at the community level Filipinos are able to get the eye care that they need and if they need more specialized attention, they can be referred to bigger hospitals in the city. But for all the work that's already been done, there are still harsh realities to contend with. Here's Dr. Jubaida.
2: Pero ang problem ngayon don would be yung financial capability of the patient. So kung siya outside of their town. Um, paano yung pamasahe? Paano yung sino yung kasama niya na magpa-check up, mag-absent yun sa work? Wala silang kinikita and for that day, meron silang mga financial needs, no? Pag nag pa sila, yung transportation, um, pamasahe. She
0: recalls her own experience at the DOHI Center in East
2: Ave. Minsan, kita mo yung patients, meron silang baon na nilagang itlog, yun lang yung lunch nila. For that day, sa mga government hospitals, mahaba ang pila. And yet, since kasi financially challenged sila nagtitipid sila sa pamasa, ititipid sila sa pagkain nila habang naghihintay para ma-check up doon sa doktor. Marami tayong magagandang government eye centers dito sa city natin, sa Metro Manila. And nakakapagpa-check up yung mga kababayan natin doon sa eye centers na yon na walang kailangan bayaran. Okay. Pero ang um, naririnig ko sa mga patients, kahit libre yung, let's say, pa-opera or libre yung gamot, yung injection sa mata, kailangan pa rin nila ng panggastos. Eh. Kasi kung ooperahan sila, kailangan ng clearance. Yung clearance, um, kailangan yun ng mga laboratory workup. Kailangan yun uh, bumalik sila para ma-check up sila na internal medicine. So kailangan nila ng pera while doing that. Kaya yung mga ibang patients, pumupunta sila sa DSWD, yung nagpo-provide naman ng assistance para magastos nila yung financial aid na for further prior to doing the procedure. And then yung mga eye drops, kasi after after sila ma-operahan, kailangan ng maintenance medications, diba? kailangan ng antibiotics, kailangan ng steroid eye drops. And so yun, mahal din. Pero yun, thankfully naman, may nakukuha sila sa DSWD uh, na cash para pambili ng ganitong mga topical medications.
0: With all the government agencies that Filipinos need to turn to for help, Dr. Vida sees the need to create a one-stop shop. Yung isang puntahan na lang, makukuha na nila ang lahat ng kailangan nila. Hindi na nila kailangan lumiban sa trabaho ng ilang araw. Hindi na rin nila kailangan ng pamasahe para pumunta sa ibat not ibang opisina. Another important component in vision health for every Filipino is PhilHealth. Para kay Dr. Zobayda, kailangan ng expanded coverage.
2: Yung PhilHealth natin, no, yung coverage niya focuses more on treatment rather than prevention of disease. So ang nangyayari, kung walang nararamdaman ang pasyente, hindi siya magpupunta sa hospital kasi yung wellness, di ba, may tinatawag na executive check-up or wellness check-up patients. So hindi kinu-cover yun ng feel health. With coverage
0: for checkups, people with diabetes, for example, can be screened for diseases like diabetic retinopathy. When blood vessels of the retina are damaged, vision problems occur in people with diabetes. Catching this early can help prevent blindness and also lower health costs. May dagdag din dito si
4: Doc Mavi. I think ang pinaka gap talaga is yung Education. Kapag na-empower natin ang mga ating komunidad na ito ang kahalagahan ng ating mata and, and vision, gumaganda ang pananaw nila na alam nila ngayon na kung kailan sila pupunta sa doktor at kung kailan sila check up. Marami pa rin tayong mga myths and misconceptions niyo yun, niyo lalo na sa mga bata na sinasabi natin oh wag muna dalhin yan sa doktor bata pa siya hayaan mo na baka mawala yung, yung labo ng paningin na yan baka mawala pag tumanda sha nang so yung mga maling paniniwala rin ang nakakahadlang sa
0: mga Pilipino pagdating sa pagpapa-check up hindi lang ang limitadong coverage ng PhilHealth our next guest is someone you already heard from in our previous episode Dr. Diana Edrelin is the General Manager of Roche Philippines and President of the Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association of
5: the Philippines. So, with regards to Health, what's important is that we have yung existing packages. Let's say you when you have retinal diseases, cataract surgery, or um, maculopathy. So, lahat yan. There are existing amounts, but as you know, inflation comes in every year. So, paano nag-update yung budget na yun every year? So, that it, it actually adjusts for the inflation. Dito rin ang private sector. We have these health care management organizations or HMOs or health cards or, or basically private insurance. I think there is also an opportunity to further expand coverage in terms of supporting vision health. Because right now, if you will observe, as you grow older, unfortunately, the coverage of the private insurances also gets reduced or you don't have the opportunity to expand. Did.
0: Alam naman nating malaki ang sarili nating gastos tuwing nagpapagamot tayo. According to the Philippine Institute for Development Studies, around 40% ang out-of-pocket expenditure natin pag may medical bills.
5: But there are some ways around this. When it comes to the cost of healthcare, I'll take Thailand for example. Thailand in, in, in Asia-Pacific and United Kingdom, let's say in Europe, medicines are cheaper because there is a significant proportion of the cost of those medicines that are actually being paid for by the government. Because the government, it's it's like economics, law of supply and demand. When you actually are ordering in bulk, remember, it also becomes efficient when it comes to production, shipping, distribution. And they can actually negotiate for that. So, there are even pricing models for these specific countries where it, wherein it's paid for outcomes. Ibig sabihin, if you're saying that this new treatment will cure you know, visual impairment within, let's say, a year, kunyari lang yun. And if you don't achieve that, the government doesn't even pay for it. Mind-blowing. And currently, the universal healthcare law has that provision. We call it pooled procurement centralized procurement. So there are provisions to actually take down the prices at a level that is comparable. You will be uh, intrigued. uh, How come advanced countries have cheaper medicines? The answer to that is because the government is paying a portion of that 100 pesos that I was telling you about. Because if they are only paying for 15 pesos and we are paying for the 85 pesos, then that becomes, unfortunately, a significant uh, imbalance. Of course, there are
0: other costs related to illnesses, hindi lang gamot. Consultation, diagnosis, hospitalization. How can stakeholders support patients so they don't have to think about their expenses? Dr. Yana says funding is
5: vital. Basically, funding needs to be continued throughout that process. The preventive stage, the the diagnosis, curative, and um, rehabilitation and care. Sana from screening all the way to treatment and rehabilitation, fully funded siya.
0: Doc Diana reminds us that many patients living with visual impairment are elderly. So not only are they retired already, but they also have other diseases. Ayaw natin ubusin ang savings nila.
5: Because otherwise, just like any other disease, and then. Unfortunately, that will lead to blindness. So further pa yung, yung burden nila there. Aside from ensuring enough funding. Second is ensuring it's utilized within that time frame. Because remember, these budgets, allocation of the budgets, you have to do that within the year. So we have to be very vigilant in helping our government uh, spend it the right way and also encourage them to, to spend it at the right
3: time.
0: I asked Dr. Alan about how funding works in the government,
3: lalo na sa DOH. Ang Prevention of Blindness Program is actually under the Non-Communicable Disease Division ng Disease Prevention and Control Bureau ng Department of Health. Yung pag-alat ng mga budget or funding for the program is being discussed as a division. We also have other programs like uh we have yung ating hypertension and diabetes, we have the organ transplant and donation, and then din yung ating health and wellness program for persons with disability. So when it regards to funding, of course, nagkaroon in a pandemic. So for the past two years, nagkaroon na tayo a na shifting of Funding. So ngayon, uh, no, we're trying to shift back, no, no, ibalik yung ating mga uh, resources. And of course, yung lahat yun nakadepende doon sa pag-align no, ng program, doon sa magiging direction ng Bureau. No.
0: Ayon kasi kay Doc Alan, the DOH is now reorganizing so that their approach is based on the life course. Basically, yung mga servisyo nila magiging mas geared towards each stage in a person's life whether child or adult or elderly. Ang mangyayari sa mga programang nabanggit ni Doc Alan, tulad ng Prevention of Blindness program, may integrate na sa iba't ibang life courses. Abangan natin ang development sa loob ng DOH. So we just talked about the life course approach that the DOH is now transitioning into. Rin ang atake ng isa pang stakeholder sa Vision Health.
6: So I am Marie Joyce Lopez, 36 years old, and currently working at Resources for the Blind as the manager of Going Beyond Reading Project. And I am a totally blind since birth due to retinopathy of prematurity. RBI or Resources for the Blind Incorporated is a Christian non-government organization serving people with visual impairment. having nga, from home to tomb. So ibig sabihin, from childhood to aging times, nandiyan po yung resources for the blind to serve persons with visual impairment through our various programs. Their goal is to help
0: persons with visual impairment reach their full potential.
6: So meron tayong program sa education, sa blindness prevention, sa rehabilitation. We also have programs when it comes to the Christian growth or spiritual development ng amin pong mga clients. RBI was founded by a blind missionary,
0: Dr. Arthur Lone. He thought of translating the Filipino Bible into Braille.
6: Pinapa-Braille yung Bible hanggang sa nakita nila na paano nga naman makakapagbasa ng Braille ang blind kung wala naman siya sa school, kung hindi niya natututuhan yung paggamit ng Braille.
0: Dito na lumawak ang serbisyong binibigay ng resources for the blind. They partnered with the Education Ministry, hindi pa deped ang tawag noon, and Joyce was one of the students who benefited from it.
6: And so, uh, yung mga services like cool materials, reading and writing tools namin na kailangan ko, other talking gadgets that are used as a student with na, na visual impairment. So, we know that there is RBI. Kaya namin siya Kasi siya lang dahil... At the start of the new millennium,
0: she received computer training and learned how to use screen reading software. But, then, how to utilize Microsoft Word and how to serve the web for research.
6: Apples, they have training in leadership and other trainings.
0: She received a college scholarship from RBI and did
6: her OJT there too. Dito alam na under observation na pala ako so after 6 months ayun naging regular nila ako. So hindi pa ako gumraduate meron ako meron akong work that time.
0: I asked Joyce, have they linked with the business sector so that more persons with visual impairments can find good jobs?
6: Uh, we attend fair job fairs para so makipagpartner pero nandoon pa rin talaga yung Siyempre, may mga blind din na nag-i-individual application. Kunyari, may nakita siyang company na pwede siya dun. So palang medyo limited pa rin when it comes to, yes, we have partners. Meron na rin mga naipasok sa mga call centers ng mga blind. Pero very few pa din, Yung point po na they finish schooling, they aim high when it comes to ah, education. And
0: so many of them end up as masseurs or musicians, which isn't the role they studied for. It's good to hear that some industries are receptive, however.
6: Meron yata kasi din parang non voice at caka voice account or parang technical support they responding emails, or meron sa voice account talaga na nakikipag-usap talaga sila. And meron ding mga gumagawa ng mga HR work like verifying information, ganyan. forward sa kanila ng HR yung information ng mga applicants, then they'll be the one to verify those uh, infos. Mga ganong work po. Mga work that involves hindi naman ganun kataas na computer workloads. Pero meron pa rin talagang hindi ready. They will always say, hindi kami ready. O, hindi pwede yung at
0: this point, you probably already know what a better normal looks like for our guests in this episode. It's one where every stakeholder contributes to improving the quality of life of people with visual impairments. Whether you're an entrepreneur with the ability to decide whether to hire a blind person, or a trainer at a foundation who can upskill a healthcare worker, or an individual with enough money, influence, and motivation to make a difference in the lives of many through your charitable work. Here's Doc Alan.
3: Um, Department of Health. So I agree, no, so we cannot really do this alone. So we have different stakeholders and partners who are who have been working with us, no, in promoting, no, I think I help and prevention of blindness. So number one, chan of course on WHO, so World Health Organization, wherein he'll be assisting us no in providing assistance, no, uh technical assistance when it comes to pag develop ng ating mga programs, no, na p na angkop sa Pilipino. no. So we have yung mga National Committee for Sight Preservation. Of course we work with UP Ferry, which is the University of the Philippines, Philippine Eye Research Institute. We work closely with uh Philippine Academy of Ophthalmology and other NGOs po na sila po ay kaakibat namin no, sa mga proyekto and activities po na ginagawa ng programa.
4: Here's Doc Mavi. It's good na sa government side natin, meron tayong health programs from the Department of Health. But dahil kasi napakaraming programa yon na iiwan karaniwan yung eye health program, kaya malaking bagay ang tulong na nabibigay ng mga international or even national uh, non-government uh, organizations. For example,
0: funding for the Fred Hollows Foundation comes from the people of Australia.
4: So usually, donor agencies, they partner with a technical NGO to deliver a specific uh, health program. So pinipili yan kung saan gagawin yung health program na yan. Tapos kung napili nila Pilipinas, mamimili lang tayo ng certain areas sa Pilipinas. Kasama din dyan yung monitoring and evaluation. Siyempre, gusto malaman ng funder or ng donor, saan napupunta yung pera nila? Uh, Napupunta ba talaga dun sa para sa intended purpose ng pera na yon or baka nalilihis or napupunta sa iba?
0: Joyce talks about their experience at Resources for the Blind as a recipient of donations from private funders and international groups.
6: Siyempre, as an organization, parang hindi ka naman pwedeng palaging hingi lang ng hingi. Kaya siguro uh, sa part na yun, we, we also need to come up with ideas how to sustain things, de ba? <laughs> Kasi maubos at maubos yung pondo eh. Mag-iisip at mag-iisip na, na umalis yung funder mo kapag kunyari, like we have funding agencies before na. Parang, okay, we know that Philippines is already settled, parang lipat naman kami sa ibang bansa. So pagka nagkaganon na,
0: Which is why when we talk about promoting the
5: vision health of every Filipino, teamwork is crucial. Here's Dr. Diana. So Roche is definitely uh, passionate about saving people's eyesight from the leading causes of vision loss if you have uh, diabetic eye disease. Unfortunately, uh, the cure or the intervention is still not at the level that we would have wanted to be. So we believe that the best chance of uncovering new possibilities in ophthalmology is through collaboration and innovation. So we want to be able to establish partnerships with the government. And also, with the private sectors, especially with the Department of Health and the patients themselves, and co create solutions because Roche doesn't know everything. And at the end of the day, you know, we would like what better normal also means for us that is, every Filipino would have timely access to it wherever you are located, so that uh, every farmer, let's say in Davao. Every teacher in Ilocos can also enjoy the same benefits as someone like us living in the city. Because for most of these services, it's not accessible, especially in the rural areas in the provinces. And that is a huge gap.
0: Biotech companies like Roche can develop as many new medicines as they can, even in areas few dare to innovate.
5: But these medicines must reach the people. So these are usually life-saving medicines or areas wherein there's no treatment or limited treatment options. However, these life-saving medicines uh, will not be of value if they don't reach the patients down to the last, uh, I would say, province in Mindanao.
0: In the same way that the DOH and the Fred Hollows Foundation are building the capacity of our health workers so they can take care of people, at the community level in the same way that the Apple App Foundation has donated Redcams in Davao, Iloilo and Pampanga the first such equipment in locations outside of Metro Manila in the same way that resources for the blind has extended a hand to companies so they can hire persons with visual
5: impairments at the end of the day Access to healthcare is a job for everyone. And the only way to do that is all hands on deck. Both the public and the private sectors work together so that healthcare for every Filipino is accessible in a sustainable way.
0: Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, co-founder of Puma Podcast. You've been listening to A Better Normal. This episode was produced by myself. It was put together by Carl Sayat with editorial support from Carl Jo Javier. Thank you to Roche Philippines and the Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association of the Philippines for making this episode possible. Make sure to listen to the first part of our discussion about vision health. It's called A Kinder World for the Visually Impaired. Only here on A Better Normal. Maraming salamat po.